Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. Just me today. Should maybe get a guest. I've been thinking recently, I should maybe get a guest. Who would that guest be? Hmm. Anyway, it is just me today. And I'm talking about stuff that happened in the week this was recorded. Which was a lot about feeling tired. So, you know thrilling things games movies and tv no movies or tv there's a long story about that which is revealed all inside so stay tuned for that before we get started please do consider like share subscribe and comment click for notifications share the podcast around leave us a review starting to sound like a full-time job so even if you can just do one of those things It'd be appreciated. Right, let's get started. Here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the darkest timeline. Hello. Well, that was a bit gruff. It was a bit gruff, wasn't it? <clears throat> Maybe there's a frog. The old frog in the throat. How you doing? You good? Are you well? Been keeping well? I'll pretend like you said yes and I'll say, good, glad to hear it. Um, oh dear. Flagging. Flagging. Flagging of ale. Um, which, strangely, is probably going to feature quite a lot through this podcast um so i had a plan it was a good solid strong plan flawless some people would say where Knowing that I had both of the younger children to look after on Wednesday, I was like, right, I need to be, um, I need to be focused. I need to not be thinking all day. How am I going to get my, how am I going to get my steps in, and things like that. So, here was my rock solid plan. I've used this plan before. It has worked. It is this. Wait until like 5 to 12. 5 to midnight. uh, And then go and get changed into workout gear. Um, Get the dog sorted, ready for bed. Get him sort of all, all ready for bed and stuff. Not like I'm putting him in his pyjamas. I just mean, you know, let him out for a wee and all of that. And then, the moment it ticks over to the next day, the moment you're getting after it on the next day, get in the gym. So the plan was to do um, some high rep workout stuff. 100 reps of bench press. 100 deadlifts 
it worked out to 105 barbell curls. But then I tried to finish that with a set of 21s. Um, this was a fantastic idea, as I'm sure you can imagine. Also, making sure to get in a half hour run slash walk slash brisk pace jobby on the treadmill. All in all, it should take about an hour. Go to bed at one ahead on the day so that I can get up Wednesday morning and I can uh, get a run in Wednesday morning. All I need to work on the principle is that I need to get a workout in before the end of the day. Essentially working on like a like a two-a-day kind of system. But from the minute I get out of bed, I'm already ahead on the day by numbers. Get a run in even further ahead. Get a workout in at some point over the course of the day. Bing, bang, boom. Couple of dog walks and absolutely golden. It was a good plan, it was a solid plan. And I took on that plan. And that was that. Admittedly, it took me a little over an hour. Uh, I think it was about quarter past one when I got done. Upstairs, get changed, get ready for bed, go to bed. <clears throat> So the next day starts, and it's like, right, you know, there's no time no time for dilly-dallying. Got to get up and get out, get after it. Shortest version of this story is, by 10 o'clock in the morning, I was ready to go to bed. And I don't mean I was tired. I don't mean I was... You know, exhausted, I don't mean any of that. I mean, at 10 o'clock in the morning, I was ready to be done with the day and to go to bed. And as I'm sure you can imagine, 10 o'clock in the morning, two children to look after. When you feel like you're ready to go to bed, yeah, not a fantastic combination. So... The day, the day wore on, and I was just like, "What? What exactly was the plan here?" I was struggling. Some parts of the day are real sketchy, and I can only presume that they're really sketchy because I can't, I can't physically remember them, and that means that I was just. Beyond tired. Um, I remember the morning. I know that much. I remember, you know, how the morning went, getting through the morning stuff. I can't hand on my heart say I remember the afternoon. All I know is that the entire day was like walking uphill it was it was bonkers and 
like I said, let's not forget, still had to get work in before the uh, a workout in before the end of the day. Pretty sure there was a podcast to record as well. Had to record a podcast as well. Um, just absolute insanity. It was just like, right, need to reevaluate this going forward because this is not a serviceable plan. Um, as for the as for this coming Wednesday, not entirely sure how I'm gonna how I'm gonna do it because <laughs> I'm like. Definitely need to reevaluate. Uh, definitely need to reevaluate that plan. Don't actually know what the alternative is. The plan was the plan for a reason, and that reason was was to maximise the time. Um. Anyway, who knows? We'll have to decide. We we'll have to have to work it out when we get to Wednesday, won't we? Um, I've written something down on the list this week, um, because I feel it's quite a, uh, it's quite a, I personally think it's quite an interesting thing to discuss. So, I want to talk about the, ch- about change in tastes. So, a couple of examples have popped up for me recently, where... I can safely say my taste has changed. And part of me is wondering whether it's like, whether it's an age thing. Give you an example. Um, I'm currently playing a computer game that I used to hate. A computer game that I originally played and finished and was like, that is one of the worst games I've ever played. A computer game that I have been back to multiple times. And if you go back through the archives of archives of the podcast, you'll find multiple mentions of me trying to play this game and just hating every minute of it. I am currently playing said game. And not hating it. And not only that, other such things. Um, in the last week, I watched a film. It's a film that I've seen before. It's a film that I previously disliked. It's a film that, having watched it this time, and and yes, I'm aware. I think I've talked about this before. Somebody said to me not too long ago, "Why would you watch something again if you didn't like it the first time?" And my response to it was, "For that very reason, because maybe it was just maybe it was an off day. Maybe I didn't like it for a reason, and that reason has passed. Who knows?" Um, I watched this film recently. Obviously, I'll come on to talk about it in a bit. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I watched. I watched another. I watched a couple of films recently that I've seen before and disliked, and really enjoyed them. And part of me is wondering about you know, in in our life, in our life cycles, do we go through times where our tastes are a particular way? No, obviously, when you say things like tastes. 
often there's that thing of going immediately to like food stuff but it does apply to food there are certain foods that i eat now that years and years and years ago especially as a child i wouldn't have even dreamed of going anywhere near and obviously that is a change of taste and from my understanding the way it works is that over time your taste buds are essentially dying so something when you're younger that tastes stronger and more powerful won't taste that way years later because your taste buds are essentially dying um so in that sense our tastes change but what i mean in this sense is films tv music um actually yeah i've had a musical taste change recently a band that i had absolutely no time for for years for, for and i mean i'm talking 30 years absolutely no time for this band somebody said to me recently have you heard this album by this band i was like no they're like oh it's really good we should listen to it and we did and i went the album was really good i really enjoyed it and have listened to it again since um so i've been wondering recently if my tastes have been changing if i'm going through a particular cycle at this point in time um another thing is for ages i was reading a particular type of book i was reading you know i'm trying to get my hands on and get as much information about a particular subject and just over and over and over and over and over and over um i'm currently reading a book of a very very much in that vein very much in that subject and i'm finding that it's a little less punchy a little less important to me because i can sense that my tastes for this subject have changed somewhat um i personally wonder if i'm going through some kind of change in taste um I can't really explain it i don't really know why all i know is that i look at things now and i'm like i didn't like that before i'm gonna try it now and i oh i actually do like it now oh you know i haven't found i haven't found it as much the other way around other though other than saying like you know i'm reading this book that was on a subject that i was really into but it's i'm finding it less punchy um but yeah it's been an interesting kind of i'm trying to <laughs> i'm not sure if it's obvious but i'm trying to avoid a particular word um it's been an interesting thing to observe like oh maybe i like this now um like i was saying um a a a subject that is going to run through this podcast um just i uh, just i am feeling so incredibly tired just so very tired at the moment and it got to today today was another example of 
like nine o'clock this morning i was like i'm ready to go to bed and i don't mean like i could do with a nap i don't mean like oh i got up too early i don't mean like oh you know it's been a long hard weekend or something like that i mean i was genuinely ready to go to bed and i was like this surely can't be a thing Surely this can't be a thing. And and it's another thing that I've had to sort of look at and review recently about why this is the case. Conversation that's come up recently. Might have even been today. Um, there was a point in time where I was getting up at half five. And, you know, trying to work my way up to running ten miles before work kind of thing. That is not where I'm at. And I question that every day, but at the same time, I also look at other aspects of what's going on at the moment, and I'm just like, it's not, it's not great, it's not ideal, it's not what I want, you know, I'm not running 10 miles, I'm running 4, but over the course of the day, I'm running 6 to 8 miles over the course of the day, I'm just not doing it all in one go. Uh, and I'm walking an additional four, five, six miles, whatever. Um, so there is that part of me that's like, oh, uh, I am concerned that I'm not, I'm not back to where I was. And there's another part of me that's like, maybe it's not, maybe it's not the biggest concern right now. Maybe just, just be happy to be getting out there because I managed to descend. To a point of, wow, I went and ran my old, old, old route of 2.2 miles. Because that was the most I was able to manage at that point in time. For a variety of reasons. Mostly because I didn't get up and get out of the door soon enough. So, there's that. Then there's this thing about, yeah, I was saying, so, been get, you know, I was getting up at half five to try and get out of the door to run working up to 10 miles recently I've gone back to setting my alarm for half five what does that actually mean what it actually means is my alarm goes off at half five and I turn it off my alarm goes off at quarter to six and I turn it off six o'clock quarter past six half six so an hour later and I'm like uh, now I need to get up to go and, you know, get the miles in. So the conversation that came up today was like, do I necessarily need to be waking up at half five if I'm not needing to be up at half five? Um, and if I'm honest, I have looked at that today and thought, right now, probably not. So maybe I should turn those alarms off. Um... But I keep coming back to this thing. I keep saying, I feel like in this house, we're being poisoned. You know, you hear these stories about the, like, like people who like live in properties where there's like a gas leak, but like a slow gas leak. And they were, they were like being killed off over a long period of time. Just this slow leak that's what it feels like 
my youngest daughter, I'm like, I get to lunchtime and I'm like, do you need to go for a nap? Because you look exhausted. Like, the, the, the dog who is happily snoring away right now, I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's awake less than the cats are these days. And if you think about how much a cat sleeps in a day, I'm pretty sure he sleeps about 23 hours a day. I'm exhausted. I can barely keep my eyes open half the time. My son is very much, uh, I'm going to put him down for a nap. And then two hours later, you're like, probably have to go and check on him, sort of thing. I'm like, uh, are we sure we're not being poisoned? So, honestly, do not know what the situation is there. Don't know what it is. But it's it's starting to wear quite thin. Because, given today as an example, I get to work. I get to work earlier than most times when I go into the office. And I was like, oh my god, I need I need coffee intravenously. And I have to get coffee as soon as humanly possible. And I need to eat something that, in the hope that both of those things together is, is going to give me some sort of energy. So I don't literally collapse at my desk. And then just thinking, what exactly is that all about? At quarter to nine in the morning. Surely, that's the point of the day where you're supposed to feel most rested. You know, after your X number of hours sleep. So anyway, probably about time to make some sort of change. Last night, I was sat on the sofa falling asleep. And I was like, I think I'm going to have to go to bed. And I think it was like nine o'clock. Half nine or something. So I think I'm going to have to... I, could, I physically couldn't keep my eyes open. But then, like I say, there are times when you look at things and you go, hmm, four kids, job, dog, running, working out, dog walking. It probably takes its toll somewhere along the line. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm asking too much. Um, I was going to say recently, but it's not a recent thing. It's been it's been for a while now. Um, I've had some <sighs> knee problems um, way back when at the start of the pandemic, um, and I'm like, right, I need to go out and run as much as as much as possible to keep active and keep going and all of this. Started having knee trouble. Um, obviously, it's a very simple situation. I'm a very large man, and running is probably not the best thing for my knees. Um, I reached a point where I was like, my knee's really bad, it's really bothering me. I'm going to have to get um, knee support, which I did. Uh, the weirdest thing of that is that over time, pain switched knees. So I switched the knee support over. Um, more recently, um, I've had some quite severe knee pain, one of my knees, um, and I've sort of wondered whether it's been to do with when I fell 
broke my arm whether there is a connection there obviously my knees will have taken some sort of impact but were never looked at as far as breaks were concerned because the arm was the concern um and there was a thing around that time where i'd been wondering whether this knee issue had actually caused the fall like maybe i wasn't bending the leg enough maybe i couldn't bend the leg there were some points in time where i couldn't i tried to bend my leg and i couldn't sort of situations which weren't great and ultimately over the last x number of weeks the knee situations got quite bad got to the point where i was like i can't tell you hand on my heart that at any given moment i can absolutely definitely 100 percent bend the knee so ultimately it's a joint issue and in any any given situation where joints are concerned it's not long before you realize think or somebody says have you considered cod liver oil now then <laughs> little insight for you um i have considered cod liver oil many times before for a variety of different things and i've never acted on it but it got that bad that i was like do you know something I, I don't think i can get away from this i think it's either do something or have to admit defeat so i had a conversation with leon where i was like look i'm trying to find i'm trying to find the the cheapest way to get cod liver oil i found some on amazon but can you have a look in like the supermarket sort of thing so it was uh, oh if you get them from the supermarket it's this much for this money i was like oh that seems expensive she was like yeah but they're the they're the good ones I was like, yeah, even so, it's going to cost this much for this many. I, I, I f it feels expensive. Um, She's like, oh, I can check in uh, a, a well-known chemist um, to see what they can do. Uh, they had a, a similar deal to the supermarket. However, with like a card and a point and a whatever whatever offers they do it, it brought the price down considerably i was like oh you know that's not actually that bad a price it was a, a well-known brand etc etc i was like oh yeah you know maybe <laughs> maybe that's a good idea so a few days later um, Leon's like, oh, some items have turned up for you. There's a um, thing you wanted to order for the eldest. Um, I got you a couple of hay fever sprays. It's like, oh, nice one, cheers. Um, and your cuddle of royal tablets have turned up. Like, ah, oh, okay, cool. So I'm like, I'll, I'll come home. I'll inspect the tablets. <laughs> I'll, I'll start taking them. I'll look at, you know, frequencies and stuff. And it was, but, you know, one a day kind of jobby. Um, and I thought everything was going to be fine. I thought everything was going to be okay. 
So, this is a story that I told my children at the weekend. When I was little, um, about, I was, saying to my, I was saying to my middle daughter, I was like, when I was about your age, um, my parents, in their ultimate wisdom, decided, out of the blue, for whatever unfathomable reason, that as a family, as a family activity, we were going to start taking cod liver royal tablets. Um, so, on a Sunday, Sunday morning, one of our family activities was to each take a cod liver royal tablet. Um, I will have been very young. Uh, and my, and my sister, X number of years younger than me, will have been even younger. Um, funny thing is, uh, do, you, do you know what little kids can't do? Uh, they can't swallow tablets. It is a mechanism that is a mechanism you learn later in life. Um, like I, I was taught, I was telling this story, and I was looking at my eldest, and I was like, I'm not even sure. Like she couldn't comprehend swallowing a tablet. At one point, like I was talking to her, and I was showing her like the tablet and stuff, and I was taking um, a couple of other tablets, which I'll come on to in a minute. Um, so I was taking like three tablets at once, and she was like, I want to watch you take them, because I've been telling this story. Uh, and as I said to her, I was like, the thing about it is it's actually easy. You put the tablets in your mouth, you get a big drink of water, swallow in like a big gulp, and boom, the tablets disappear. I was like, but, but you can't explain that to children because they don't understand the mechanics of it. So what that means is little kids can't take tablets. So... I then basically alluded, I, I skipped a variety of different um, details of the story, and they were eating their breakfasts, so there were certain things that I didn't want to, you know, revisit, like what they'd just eaten. Uh, I was talking about how, you know, you hold the tablet in your mouth for X amount of time and then you end up in a situation where a tablet that is designed to dissolve ends up dissolving in your mouth and then you end up with cod liver oil in your mouth which is hands down one of the most disgusting things you could ever taste which point land pipes up with you can get it as a liquid I was like oh yeah you can buy bottles of cod liver oil and just drink the freaking stuff um, I was just like, why would anybody want to do that? I was like, exactly. People people be crazy. So I was going through this story um, and talking about how, how traumatic these, these events were. And, you know, ultimately, the this whole thing, the, 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 the true definition of trauma, um, I mean, it was... I, I'm pretty sure it was borderline abuse. It was certainly abusive. Fucking mouth. Um, and and alluding to the trauma, I then went on. I then went on to tell them the rest of the story. And the rest of the story was this: I'm stood in the kitchen, and I'm holding a box, and in the box is the bottle 
that's got the Cardinal of Royal tablets in. So I start reliving all of this in my head, and I come through to talk to Leanne about how traumatic this whole thing was, and we've had this conversation before, and I think she's had a similar sort of experience uh, to me. She certainly knows a lot about Cod Liberal and taking Cod Liberal tablets. Um, and then I had some kind of mental breakdown, which featured me standing <laughs> against a wall, holding this box, going, mm, whilst reliving every traumatic moment of every Sunday morning for, ev for however long. And next thing, there's this little voice <laughs> going, it's all right, Daddy. It's okay, Daddy. It'll be all right, Daddy. You calm down. <laughs> I was like, oh, my word. We've, we've reached that point. We've reached that stage where the little the little people start trying to tell you that everything's okay. <laughs> and I was like, yes, yes, darling. Everything, everything's fine. Everything will be okay. But... I can't even begin to describe the level of trauma that I've experienced in the last few days. Um, even just relaying the story now, talking about it now, I was holding back being sick. It just, just horrifically traumatic. And now I take one every day. And on the second day, I took one the first thing in the morning. And mid-morning, I burped and went, Hoop! because all I could taste was cod liver oil and it made me want to be sick. <sighs> Saturdays. So, Saturdays. You know, the, you know, the great thing about Saturdays. Saturday, to me, is the universal day of... Uh, well, not even the day. Saturday night. Saturday night is the absolute cream of the crop. It's the best part of the week. It is just... Mm. It's an culmination of things. All your hard work pays off. You get to sit down and have a cheat meal. You can watch a movie. Play computer games. Have a non-alcoholic beer to celebrate that it's Saturday night. All that sort of stuff. What this means is everything's got to be done. And my uh, most recent objective is to try and get everything done Saturday morning. So, I need to try and get as big and as long a run as possible in on a Saturday morning. Get a big, juicy, hardcore workout in. Need to get a, a, a dog walking. And get everything up to, up to snuff so that I, I know that including a dog walk later in the afternoon, I am done for the day. That is the objective, that is the plan, that is the way it is supposed to go. So, I uh, decided, because I'd basically done my list of things, workout things for the week, I was yet again going to do one of my high rep workouts. I've been enjoying the high rep workouts. It's been a little bit of something different. Uh, I've been looking at them. Um, uh, I was doing 
I've done two exercises previously, and then I started adding a third in. Um, and then I was at one point looking at adding another one in. I'm just getting like old school clanging and banging workout. So, done all the bench press. Take that off. Job done. Uh, started on the old deadlifts and uh, did 10, no problem. Did 20, no problem. Started, I did 30, job done. Started on my fourth set of 10, got three in, and my back was like, I'm going to catch you later. We good on that? And it just went, and I was like, no. Um, honestly, I haven't had this for a while, which, you know, on one hand is, is good, is great, is wonderful. On the other hand is like, man, not this again. Um, recently spoke to uh, a, a few people who have been talking um, about back problems, sciatica, and, and this, that, and the other. And I don't know how to word it without without wording it. Um, more recently, I've been kind of glad that I've sort of been able to um, do the things I need to do to to keep on top of stuff. However, um. Recently, I've become very much aware of some um, tightening, some muscle tightening in particular areas. Um, I have sort of wondered what the connection is to, and yet again, bringing it up again, the arm I broke. Um, I've noticed that the the pain that I was experiencing hasn't actually gone, which I'm finding to be a bit strange. It's not. It's not always there. It's not constant sort of pain. It's not something that I'm dealing with all the time. But it is something that I'm dealing with more than I thought I would be at this point. Um, a lot of the, the pain and the muscle tightening is in the same side of the body. And honestly, on Saturday, it felt like it was all connected. Um, ultimately, the one thing I haven't returned to after the arm break... Uh, was the yoga um, managed to convince myself that I just didn't feel that the arm was strong enough to be able to do a lot of the yoga stuff so it seemed kind of pointless to try and return to doing the yoga when I kind of knew I wasn't going to be able to do it um, obviously come around Saturday and my back absolutely decides to explode on me and I'm in crippling agony um, I was kind of regretting my decision at that point in time swore to myself, absolutely swore to myself that yesterday I was going to get back on the yoga um, yeah, didn't do that uh, but that's another story it's not like I just didn't bother so the problem is this can't spend you know a day a weekend with four kids not being able to move or bend down or pick anything up or pick a child up or any of those sorts of things 
So it was very much a right. I'm not working out, the, the workout is over. I'm not even going to attempt anything else. I couldn't even attempt to put the bar back up that I'd been using. I was like, walk away, come back to this later. Um, I went and showered, nice hot shower, try and release some of the tension. Uh, I immediately applied deep heat to the area, having got out of the shower, uh, you know, dried off and got out all that. Um, and something that I would normally never do, I took some nice and strong painkillers. Um, Saturday morning, I took two strong painkillers. Saturday afternoon, when I felt the pain was sort of returning, I took another one. Uh, Sunday morning, which was the conversation with my uh, daughters about tablet taking, I was taking another couple of these tablets with with my uh, with my cod liver oil tablet. Um, however, didn't need to take any more painkillers that day. Did a, I did apply deep heat again on the Sunday? Um, it hasn't made it go away completely, um, but it has eased somewhat. What I can say is this. I can just feel muscle tightening in the backs of both of my legs. It's like somebody has literally got the top and the bottom of the, of the muscles that run up the back of the legs and then twisting them like they're wringing out a flannel. That's what it feels like. And I'm like... If I don't release this muscle pain slash muscle pressure soon, I'm probably going to be in for a really bad time. Um, but like I say, I do wonder what the connection to the arm is. Because there does seem to be a connection. So I'm a bit confused there. Speaking of things that confuse me, um, it feels like literally last week, where I was like, hey, you know, I've been trying to, trying to keep up on the weight and keep you guys informed of, you know, the way, any weight loss or anything like that, so I lost this weight. Blah, blah, blah. So this week, gonna get going to get weighed this week. Um, and I think over the course of a week, by the time you come to weigh in, seven days later, you've kind of got an idea. So, honestly, hands up, this is what I was thinking. If I stepped on the scales and I hadn't lost any weight, I would have been like, yeah, you know, I, I can see that. I can see that that's a thing. If I'd have lost a couple of pounds, I would have also been like, yeah, you know, I haven't gone crazy this week. I've, um, you know, I've worked out and and run the way that I need to. Um, two pound losses is, is is understandable. Um, however, I I clearly knew that I wasn't going to be seeing much more than that because although not the worst week ever, not the best. So I was like, yeah, that's where I'm that's where I'm coming in at. If if I had to guess gun to my head, either no weight loss or a couple of pounds. What I wasn't expecting to see was the five pounds 
that I'd put on this week. And I was just like, uh, what? I'm like, ah, oh, maybe I've put the scales down in the wrong place. You know, there's a certain place where you have to put them to get the right reading. Um, I'll just I'll just readjust. I'll just move the scales and, and try again. Maybe they turned on a bit weird or or any of those sorts of things. So move the scales, step back on them, you know, let them recalibrate and get back on them and stuff. And uh, yeah, five pounds. Absolutely no idea what's going on there. Literally could not tell you what has happened there. Short of the scales are actually broken, I can't say what has gone on there. I was like, uh, I was, I was talking to Lana about. I was like, you know, it's five pounds from all the takeaways that I ate this week. It's five pounds from all the crap I've eaten this week. It's the it is one of the weirdest things that I've ever experienced. Just, just bonkers. But I do like to be as honest as possible. What I was saying was the biggest issue is is that it's a blip, clearly, but it's a blip that's going to take me two weeks to recover from. And honestly, I don't know what I've done wrong this week. I've even changed. Well, I suppose maybe that could have been it. I've changed some of my eating habits to make my eating healthier. I've tried to eat stuff that's, you know, a bit more filling, but not as bad calories-wise. Surely that makes more sense for weight loss and stuff like that. Or certainly not putting on five pounds. <sighs> maybe it's the change of diet. Maybe that's the problem. Who knows? Um, trying to stick with the ways of doing films recently. The film I've watched is a film I've seen before. The film I've watched is, is a film that I've reviewed multiple times. But just wanted to say the film I was talking about was the more recent version of Suicide Squad. Watched it this time. Really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. It was like it was like looking watching it through different eyes. Um, I have started another film, and it's a film I haven't seen, and it's a film that I had wanted to see when it came out. However, it is not a film I have finished watching, so I cannot yet review it. What we can talk about is computer games, though. Jedi Survivor. Two things happened the other day whilst playing Jedi Survivor. One, I managed to play for an entire evening. A good hour and a half of solid computer game playing. And I didn't hate every minute of it. Which honestly was a shock. It was an actual shock to me because I was like... I didn't think that I didn't think this game had it in it. The other thing that happened is that I finished Jedi Survivor. I said to somebody the other day, I was like, if I had to use one word to describe this game, the word I would use is disappointing. I don't think, you know, over the last couple of weeks where I've been reviewing this game, I, I don't think I need to go back through how much I disliked it. 
However, what is almost a bigger issue to me is how much I didn't hate it towards the back end. How much there was almost part of me that was enjoying playing it. Which, in a weird way, and in a lot of ways, makes it worse. They've taken large amounts of the platforming nonsense out of the game. They seem to do a bit more work on the story. They seem to do a bit more work on... I don't want to give any spoilers, but on a particular like particular ways that you go about playing the game. Um, the game felt better, more rounded, less just one thing over and over again, and that one thing is the absolute worst it could possibly be. I genuinely felt that the last quarter of that game was better than the three quarters that came before it. So much so that when I was talking to podcast alum Stuart Woodmancy the other day, I was like, Jedi Fallen Order was my game of 2019. I played that game multiple times. And I do mean multiple times. I finished Jedi Survivor and it's like, hey, you can now do New Game Plus or they've called it something that's like New Journey Plus or something. And I said to Stu, I was like, the thought of having to play that game again and play the start and play through the beginning of that game again fills me with actual dread. So that probably says a lot. I said in a world of reviews, uh, Jedi Fallen Order was definitely a 9 out of 10. Honestly, it's probably a 10 out of 10 game. Uh, but you got to say 9 out of 10, haven't you? Because you can't give it 10 out of 10 for whatever reason. I honestly think that it's probably the, it was probably the death of computer games because I can't tell you what truly fantastic games came after that. Um, Jedi Survivor is hands down a 6 out of 10 game and that... I feel is probably being generous. That is the entire game as a whole. The first half of that game is a 4 out of 10. It's the back end of that game that really pulls the score up. But even so, it is definitely... It's a, it's a solid 6 out of 10. Disappointing is the word I would use for it. On the other hand... Saw a thing on the uh, on the PlayStation Store recently, and was like, "That is insane." Uh, as you'll know, the game I've been playing recently, another game I've been playing recently, is Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Again, it's the game I was talking about earlier, where I was saying I feel my uh, tastes have changed. Now, what I will say, a caveat around this is, Ghost Recon Breakpoint has gone through a lot of changes from where it was first released. It's in a lot of ways, a very different game. So I feel it's unfair to be like, oh, I used to hate this game and now I like it. It, it In a lot of ways, it's a different game. Um, what I saw on the PlayStation Store in a sale was that you could get the season pass for Ghost Recon Breakpoint, something that I would usually never bother with. However... 
for what was supposed to be £33. Yes, that's right, £33. <coughs> In the sale, it was 11 And I had some credit in my wallet, and I bought a £10 uh, top-up thing, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and I got it from one of those websites where you can get it ever so slightly cheaper. So, in the end, it cost me £9. Um, and I, I, as the way things are with games at the moment, and I can't afford games, um, spending £9 on a, on a, on a essentially more game... Um, I didn't feel like that was too bad, especially when it was supposed to be 33 and I would have never paid 33 for it. Um, it was also quite lucky because I'd finished the main story. And one of the things about um, Ghost Recon Breakpoint in the state it is now is it has a lot of other modes, uh, including two additional chapters, which if you buy the season pass, it unlocks those two chapters, which was kind of cool. Um, you also, uh, what I didn't realise was you could have some of the, uh, classes, um, for free. So that was, uh, that was kind of cool. I managed to get the classes for free. Uh, some of the newer ones, like not, not like Sniper and stuff like that. It was some of the newer ones. Like one's a, one's a flying squirrel on the badge. Anyway, I unlocked... Two additional chapters and a multitude of other things. The first of the two chapters uh, is a Splinter Cell chapter. So you work with uh, Sam Fisher to do a thing. Um, it's been good. It's been enjoyable. Just more game, just more missions at the end of the day. Uh, you unlock Ghost... Not Ghost Recon. You unlock Splinter Cell gear. Um, so I've I've uh, changed my my top, so it's like Sam Fisher's suit. Looks kind of cool. Um, haven't equipped any of the other stuff, um, but I thought the top was pretty cool. Um, so that's that. I've moved on to chapter three now, which is um, taking down basically you're taking down the bad guy that, who's revealed to be the bad guy at the end of the main story in what is now chapter one um so you have to work to take down it's one of those where you take down the general the, the the generals to get to the main guy sort of thing uh it turned out i'd already done a couple of them um there are also additional modes that can be turned on and off i think there's something about Returning to the island three months after. Um, but the things have changed on the island. I'm pretty sure there's something to do with like gas. Like there's areas that are, have got gas. Um, all sounds interesting. All sounds something that I'll check out at least. If not, you know, play. Uh, we'll certainly find out. Um... But yes, now, with no Jedi and no New Game Plus drawing me in, I imagine Breakpoint will be the main focus for a little while going forward. Um, but we shall see. Right, there we go. That's the podcast for this week. I will catch you guys next time. So there we go. What do you think of that? Another one done, another one gone. 
Join me next time when I'll be talking about what it's like to feel old. Wait, no, I just did that. I'm sure it'll be fun. So that you know about the next one, you can like, share, subscribe, comment, and click for notifications. Check out the website, thecookiecast.com. There we've got social media links and an email button, and that way you can get in touch with us. That's it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Thank you for listening. Thank, Thank you for listening to Cookie Cast.